0: Hello and welcome to the APR Podcast. I'm JP Arnold, your APR chair for the Pikes Peak PRC chapter, and we have an outstanding guest for you today. He is going to be sharing a lot of uh, wonderful information. He was the APR chair for several years for the Pikes Peak chapter, along with the New Mexico chapter. He served on the National PRC Board. He was past president of both the Pikes Peak and New Mexico chapters, among other board positions. And he worked with the Crisis Communication Network for 14 years. And he is a retired Air Force public affairs officer serving 27 years. And here he is. Mr. Fred, how are you doing? I'm doing good, JP. Well, we really appreciate you um, sharing your insight as the APR chair. And you're a fellow PRSA, as well as accredited for many years. Can you kind of share about your time as the APR chair?
1: Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, I started out in 1993 when I was, uh, after I moved to Albuquerque to take a job. And uh, one of the fellows in my office was active in the local chapter and he asked me if I'd like to help out in preparing candidates for the APR exam. So I started that way in 1998 and I proceeded uh, to do that through uh, 1998 when I left to return to Colorado Springs. Uh, In the Pikes Peak, for the Pikes Peak chapter, I've been the accreditation uh, coach and accreditation chair from 98 to 2017. Uh, I initially assisted the current chair who lived in Pueblo by offering uh, sort of an abbreviated workshop here in Colorado Springs for candidates. After, uh, after developing courses to teach at Regis, one of which was public relations, a basic course, I, de- I modified that course and turned it into a six week workshop that I provided candidates here in our chapter. Um, and I, uh, during my time as an APR chair, I successfully coached more than 40 candidates during my 23 years. And I did it because it was my time to give something back to, uh, people who are just beginning their journey.
0: Fantastic. And speaking of journey, can you share your own APR journey and when that happened and kind of how that happened compared to today?
1: Sure. I, uh. I graduated college in 1965 with a degree in business administration. During that four year period, I decided I wanted to be in PR, but I really couldn't pursue it because I was too far along in my business studies. So I... uh, Anyhow, I, uh, I... When I graduated, I set a five-year goal. One was to get a master's degree in PR, which at the time wasn't that easy, since there were only seven seven universities offering master's degrees in our business. And the second goal was to become accredited. So over the next few years, uh, starting at my five-year point in my career, I I got my master's degree and I took the comprehensives for that degree the week before I took the test for the APR. And back in those days, the test was a day long written exam, took it on a portable typewriter. My typewriter broke halfway through and I had to handwrite write the second half. Uh, but I did pass and after waiting a year to get the results, since I learned later, only two people were grading these things uh, nationwide, um i uh that's pretty I amazing
0: started to uh, i'm sorry that oh, was I, that's uh pretty amazing only two people grading the exams that's uh <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> yeah that's why it took a year um uh, i also uh during before i uh before i took the exam i uh attended a Saturday single Saturday prep course offered by the Washington DC chapter. I was in the Pentagon at the time. Uh, and I, uh, also prepared a notebook with the key things that I thought were going to be on the exam and, and, uh, provided me a sort of an abbreviated, uh, list of things to review before, right before I took the exam. Yes. So, uh I might mention, too, that the the panel at the time was done by three senior Washington, D.C. PR people. Uh, one was the Director of Public Affairs for the Secret Service. One was the Regional Director of PR for Ford Motors. And I don't remember the third one. But I uh, I got through it, and uh, and I decided at that time that I would do my best to try to help others along the way.
0: Well, fantastic. And I know... Fred, you had a, a, a significant impact on my APR journey. You were shepherding uh, my questionnaire and making sure I got through the process and gave me valuable insight. I attended your workshop and uh, learned some things there, as well as validating some other things uh, from my graduate program. And I tell you what, you did a wonderful job of kind of, like you said, helping others and you've got a tremendous track record. With all that being said, what is it that a candidate can do that's going to set them up for success to pass an exam? And what what does that typical candidate look like that does pass pass the exam? Well, PRSA
1: requires that you have five years uh, PR experience before you take the exam. Uh, I took it at the five-year point because I was in a hurry and that's uh, another thing that you need if you're going to be successful in in pursuing APR is don't don't take your time this is uh, you have one year once you uh, tell them you're going to take the exam you have one year to prepare and there's a lot that's required but it's not really that onerous plan your one-year journey and make it through the requirements as quickly as you can that's really the two key things that uh, i would advise
0: and what are some dues for the um, you know things that you want to do for your apr journey and we're gonna talk about don'ts so right now what are some do's? some things that uh... you definitely got to fulfill uh... to be a successful candidate uh... earning your apr
1: well uh... the critical thing is to study uh... you're gonna need a textbook if the chapter doesn't have one to to loan you, I would recommend two books. Uh, One, uh, PR Strategies and Tactics by Wilcox, and just as good is Effective PR by Cutlip Center and Groom. Those two books are basically similar, it's just that their approach and their case studies are a little different from each other. The first one I mentioned is the best in my mind. I'd also suggest that you get a study partner, another candidate that you can work with who can uh, keep you honest as you move through the process. Make sure you fully understand the four-step PR process, you know, research, planning, execution, and evaluation. This is the gold standard, and this is the heart of the exam. So make sure you're really up to speed on those things. Talk to other APRs. Find out what they learned when they were preparing and make sure your questionnaire, when you get to it, uh, that you fully answer the questions and that you make sure that the questionnaire shows your best writing skills. You need to be, uh, free of spelling errors, grammar errors, and you got to make sure you adhere to the AP style guide. Um,
0: and let's see. Now, what about some don'ts? What are some hiccups that people may get uh, slowed down or it becomes uh, overwhelming or a challenge uh, that otherwise would not have been if they would not have gone down uh, that trail? Well, one thing
1: is uh, don't ignore the available PRSA resources. Whether it's a boot camp or it's something the chapter offers or it's uh, uh the the course that's offered online those are really valuable uh, don't wait to the last minute to begin your journey you only have a year plan it out and go full bore we're all busy i'm not as busy as i used to be but when i took the, the exam you know i had little kids i was working full time i was going to school at night But I got through it, and you can too if you're uh, if you're interested and and really want to pursue it. Um, And that's about it for critical dues.
0: Now, what what about um, what was the one PR APR candidate that you remember their story and how they got it? Uh, You may not mention them by name, but kind of share what they did, uh, if you, if you have a specific person in mind, uh, that was able to achieve their accreditation.
1: Yeah, the, uh, uh, one of my good friends in Albuquerque, a, a really senior PR guy who, uh, was a retired Air Force, uh, public affairs colonel and had been working many years after that in the business, uh, he was preparing to take the exam, and we were using uh, computers at that point. And you had to bring your own computer, your laptop. So he brought his laptop, and the thing crashed halfway through, and wiped out the first half. And he went back, and he did it from memory, uh, what he had, you know, reproducing what he had done that morning as quickly as he could, and he passed. So that's one of the critical things that I remember
0: um well, and, and what about um what about your employer kind of uh, reinforcing the the notion of uh, obtaining your accreditation and kind of what it means to your career overall and I I know Mark Murphy with the Colorado Springs Utilities. He actually earned our Pinnacle Award and he's helped to mentor uh, several candidates that have achieved their accreditation. Kind of talk about his influence and, and just how the accreditation in general helps one's career field and moving, moving them forward. Well,
1: Marquez is probably our strongest supporter here in the chapter. He strongly encourages his employees, and he's got a lot of employees. To go after their APRs, and to the best of my knowledge, there's only been one and maybe maybe two over the years that have refused to go forward and, and approach their their commitment to an APR. So a lot of the people that I've coached here in uh, town were his his uh, utility PR people. So he's he's an excellent supporter.
0: And, and what does it kind of look like? I know in the past you mentioned that some of the jobs that you have uh, been hired for uh, was because of your accreditation, and kind of speak to that, Fred, if you would, please. Yeah, you know, I took
1: this when I was on active duty. I was a captain in the Air Force when I took the exam. It really didn't do an awful lot for me, except that uh, it, gave, it made me more effective in my job. Uh, So when I retired in 1992, I uh, started looking for a job, and the job I got, one of the requirements was that you have an APR. And I asked them why they put that in there, they said, well, we were planning to hire somebody who was on staff already until you came along. And... (laughs) The big boss of the organization was a retired Air Force guy, and I suspect that had something to do with my selection.
0: Very good. Well, Fred, uh, we just sincerely appreciate your time. Is there anything else that you want to add uh, about uh, the accreditation and, and someone seeking uh, or in the process of, a, of attaining their APR? Uh,
1: a couple things. Uh, I think the uh, there's a misconception on the role of the panel, you know, there's a panel review before you take the exam. And some of our candidates felt that the, their, their objective was to keep them from moving forward. And when in fact, I firmly believe that their real objective is to get make sure you're ready to take the exam. If you've got some shortfalls, they'll point them out to you and you need to probably maybe study a little bit more, but everybody wants candidates to succeed. And once accredited, help other candidates, you know, be uh, be an advocate for the PR uh, APR and get involved with the chapter leadership. Once you're an APR candidate and they pass the exam, uh, you have to do a certain amount of uh, public service and service to your chapter to be able to keep that so I would suggest that uh, as soon as possible after you get through your accreditation
0: process that you offer yourself up as a member of the board Absolutely. or chapter. That's great advice. As always, Fred, uh, you you have uh, served in PRSA for quite some time and, and just helping people in general in public relations and the Crisis Communications Network. Uh, you are really um, a, a foundation of... Uh, The El Paso County, Colorado Springs area, Pikes Peak Chapter, and we really are honored to have you kind of share your insight uh, to help those achieve their accreditation and then also spur on those who have reached that milestone to help others as well, too. So, Fred, we uh, thank you and uh, hope you stay safe during this uh, COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic time and uh, really thank you for everything. You
1: bet. Thanks for the, uh, for the opportunity to share my thoughts.
0: All right. Take care, Fred.
1: Bye,
0: JP. So, folks, we uh, just indebted it to Fred. He actually has a uh, scholarship named after him, the Fred Morgan Scholarship. It's for new PR professionals that have up to five years of, uh, only five years of experience that want to be part of PRSA, and it's a membership scholarship and we've had several uh, recipients of that, and they are serving on the board right now. And cannot say enough uh, thanks for Fred's legacy uh, in accreditation and leadership, uh, and cr- serving on the crisis communications network. And um, what what a tremendous tremendous mentor! He personally has mentored me, and I keep in touch with him, uh, you know, once or twice a month, just to see how he's doing and and bounce off ideas. In communications, and PR, and um, definitely recommend for you to have a mentor as well, too. Well, until then, we want to wish you the best on your APR journey, and take care, and have a wonderful day.